If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, just good old omniscient me, Johnny Bookends, reminding you there are no other dimensions. We're on this big blue marble flying solo. And now, familiar figures approach a well-worn oak table, illuminated by flickering candlelight. Yeah, I can do ambiance. Sit back and enjoy the show. Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Neekamp. If you've never listened to the show before, this is everything you need to know. About two and a half plus-ish years ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a slight Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the dimensional rift, and I use that to upload this podcast. I record every week here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, in the newly liberated town of Hog's Face. Liberated, kind of in the land of Foon. And I'm joined, as always, by my buds, by my co-hosts, by my co-runners of Hog's Face, uh, Chunt the Talking Badger. Oh, uh, yeah, baby. How you doing, bud? I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm, and I'm doing good for Foon, for Hog's Face. I know. We're trying to, I guess, act locally a little bit. Like, yeah. we've been, you know, for so long, we've been focused on Usador's quest to defeat the Dark Lord who is so far away, but you know what? Let's take a little bit of time. Let's make mm-hmm. Hog's face better. Exactly. And I'm still, you know, I'm head of the guards, and yeah. I'm just trying to um, disperse them where we need them. Um, and we do come down on crime, but it's a real, like, farm-to-table coming down. Like, it's a real, a, a very local coming down, you know. Oh, very lo- local coming down. Yeah, we're not like your corporate guards where, you know, like, we'll lock you up in jail. That seems pretty straightforward and typical, right? So... Oh, so you're like, oh, I'm being locked up by a local. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Oh, that's so much. It's yeah. like, oh, it's not some faceless thug beating me up. It's, it's, my, uh, neighbor. it's my neighbor. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Absolutely. That's not going to hurt more. No. That's I, not going to feel like a betrayal. No, not at all. Huh. And, and I also, um, you'll be happy to know that I reopened Chuchu's Chow. Oh, I'm so 
happy. <laughs> My favorite storyline ever. So now ever. you can come back and start eating there. Oh, good. That's good. your favorite storyline ever? Uh, yeah. That Mine is the uh, introduction of you, Bear. I don't even remember that. Hey, I'm also joined by my other co-host and uh, co-runner of Hog's Face, Usador the Wizard. I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakas, the elves know me as Fiangelic, the dwarves know me as Zonin and Ustangis, and I am known in the northeast as Gaswanius Maystar, and there may be other secret names you do not know, and yea... Pray that none of these words do accidentally fall within thine eyesight or earshot, for if they do, they would cause your very nipples to explode off your chest. What? Yes. Damn. If if these words fell within mine eyesight? Yes. You know, I thought at one point when he said, but yay, I thought he was just going to stop there. I was like, oh, that's pretty, that's pretty uplifting, but, but yay. yay. No, that is nice. Do you have any names that would make my nipples just a little bit smaller? A little smaller? Just a little bit smaller. I don't think I have a name that does that, but I could certainly cast a spell or, or find a poultice. Or do you have a spell that would make my shirts just a little bit heavier? You having nipple problems? I mean, problems. It's nice to have a heavy shirt to weigh down the nipples so they lie flat. <laughs> I think it's nice that your nipples poke through your shirt because they, like, so nicely uh, frame the stain in the middle of your shirt. That's oh, true. But yeah. yay. Oh, no, but, but yay. But yay. But you said, or more importantly, what have you been doing locally to make Hog's Face better this week? I left Hog's Face. Oh, good. I left Hog's that's, Face wait, you know what? That's, upon mine steed. That's why it's been such a good week. It is, John, it has been, hasn't it been such a better week in Hog's Face? And I just realized why. Because Yusor wasn't here. No, that's not what I meant. I don't know if I'd say better. I'd say a little quieter. Yeah. Uh, no, no, you misunderstand me. I, I left Hog's Face and went back to the oh. great halls of Tarakis. And I did then comb through scroll and tomb and grimoire looking for... And tomb? Tome. Tome. Did I say tomb? Yeah, you, s- you said tomb. Ooh. Everything okay, buddy? Oh, you know what I said that? There were some tomes that were in tombs. Oh, tome tombs. I had tomb to go tomes. down into a, you say, a tomb. You say tomb tomes, I say tome tomb. Guys, this is getting into via real loony tombs. And in these books, I did look for arcane knowledge that would allow me to defeat the void. Oh, that's right. Oh, right. We're supposed to defeat the void. Or at least avoid it. We gotta avoid the void. Yes, well, at very least. Could we annoy the void? I think you're doing that now. Probably. You know, whatever we do, wordplay is gonna get us there eventually. Guys, we're doing so much, clearly, to make Hog's Face better and save the entire uh, land of Foon, but I really am excited to talk to our guest. Uh, I think he's kind of famous, or at least comes from, like, a famous family. Maybe you guys will know better than me. Guys, I'm excited to introduce Pulsifer the Unassuming. He's a, a local scholar. Uh, you could you could say I've been working on uh, my degrees, several of my degrees, uh-huh. um, trying to you know impart any wisdom that might be an earshot, sure. eyesight, or nose waft. I've been oh, working on nose some, some nose waft, yes. which is all the senses. Yeah, and um, you're right. I, uh, I, I I a bit saddled with a famous father who. I'm sure you guys all know. Oh, who is your well, father? You, you might know him. He's you, you, Usador, and he are in uh, similar fields. He was my dad was a Mossadist the Watts. 
So, oh. if you know of his work, um, I don't. Well, but, his, but wise is in his name. He right. He uh, was more than wise, so they say. And this is what a lot of my scholarship is based on. Just sort of going back and interrogating the text of Amasidus the Wise. Oh. So he was known among other things. He um, he de- defeated the demons of Swoboda. That was oh. him. He, yeah. Well, That's he was the one. And we we could get into um, what is known and what is said about his defeat of the or his orchestration of the defeat. But also mm. we should, of course, question what is really defeat. Because oh, not sure. to get sidetracked here, you know, it's really easy, I find, and in uh-huh. my scholarship I have found, it's really too when you are uh, aff- affronted with an enemy, a many-horned, several-mouthed, devouring sure. of villages, children, enemy, mm-hmm. who are demons, it's easy to demonize them. Yeah. I find. Oh, yes, oh sure. very true. Very yes. easy. It very seems like you really, like... It's got to be super easy to demonize demons. It, it is. Um, I don't know where the terms come from. That's not my mm-hmm. field. My yeah. field is not really so much um, the actual text, more of the meaning behind the text. Oh. So it's a post-textual textualism oh. that I'm engaged yeah. in. Amosidus was more, he was more a, let's invent a goddess so beautiful mm-hmm. that we will stun the demons. They will be, uh, they will be pulverized and yeah. then they can be slayed. And I'm just asking, what is beauty? Oh, yeah. This is my question. Oh. What is... He beat the demons, you uh, So I'm oh, just asking, oh, what oh, is whoa, 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 beauty? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. Not to get sidetracked, but... What was that? Pulse, Pulsiver. Oh, wait. I thought there was a little... Did, did, did Are he, you all right, Pulsiver? Did he come? Did he visit? Did... Yeah, yes, I, I believe some, so. Yes, there someone, was a visitor. Yes. Yeah, you... Mm. Your face got crazy. Okay, so... I should also divulge that I am coexisting. We are, you know, you could call it uh, a bit of lycanthropy. You could call it, uh, I don't know if the word is possession. Oh, body roommates. Yeah, yeah. I think of myself maybe as bispecial. Oh. Um, And he is a werebore. Mm. And he is within me, and sometimes he presents himself. His name oh. is Nuttuts. Well, isn't that by special? Yeah, Nuttuts the werebore. Well, maybe we're tri-special, because as a werebore, he... Well, maybe I'm the were. It's very hard, and I don't like to classify or yeah. come down. I believe that there are really seven different forms of species uh-huh. that a person can be. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, I've heard of this. I'm born a werebore! Stay a werebore! And oh. that's why that I don't like to judge sure. the werebore-ness, werewolf-ness, wolf-ware-ness, wolf-man-ness yeah. of anyone else. Especially yeah. since it's Wolf Awareness Month. I was not aware of that. But then again, I am unassuming. I've, I, then no. it's working, because yeah. now you know. We know, yeah. Wolf Awareness Month, I would assume, would be objected to by the werewolves who want to, you know, work under cover of darkness ah, and not yes. have you be aware of them. Well, it's, it's, it's not just purposes. werewolves, it's wolves in general, correct? I believe so, yeah. It's for wolves, werewolves, and now a werewolves. Wolves, werewolves, a werewolves, forest wolves, dire wolves, mm-hmm. dire wolves, yeah. ear wolves, timber wolves, timber wolves. Wolf blisters. Wolf blisters. Those who attack uh, yeah, the wolves. The, the, the ones who blitz of, the wolves. Uh, Wolfsheim. Yeah. From, uh, from the Great Gatsby, of course. Totally a Wolfsheim. Uh, dick wolves, who are just like assholes. Yeah. Oh, dick wolves are the worst. But yeah. I feel like they're so they're just everywhere. It's so ubiquitous. Yeah. Now, and now, I find they're f- somewhat formulaic, but satisfying. Dick oh, wolves. yeah. yeah. Look, oh, hey. If I see a dick yeah. wolf, I want to see it till the end. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Every time I leave Hogsface and find myself staying in some inn, I immediately say, is there any dick wolves around? I'm bored. 
Yeah, you're in an inn. You just look out the window, and it, oh. oh, there's a there's a dick wolf on. Two oh, there's a dick wolf on. Two things I ask when I go into an inn. Do you have any dick wolves? Do you have any turkey penises? Did you want to list the seven different forms of of species? Well, the the first one would be what we called uh, source special. Uh-huh. You know, what the uh, what, what a, a sorcerer would present himself as that particular species uh-huh. or itself. Sure. Yes. Yeah, and it's it's a continuum, is sure. what I'm saying. I'm new to this world, mm-hmm. but it seems like even people on this world are still just trying to get their minds around how many different kind of species there can be. And, yes. and some people seem upset about it, right. and they're like, oh, great, why do we keep adding ones? But it seems like a good time to just kind of, like, listen. You have to mm-hmm. understand that in some of the hinterlands, they have long uh, segregated the mm-hmm. species so yeah. that there is one watering hole for, say, the werewolves and one watering hole for the uh, source gendered. Sure. And that is... I mean, Pulse, it's, it's just something that we have to gradually yeah. pull people from. Pulsiver, mm-hmm. do you feel like you're in conflict with this werebore that lives within you? It seems like the, the werebore and you don't seem to agree about things. I don't necessarily need anyone to agree with me, but I like to think of myself more as a were and mm-hmm. him less as an unaware bore. Sure. And it's not a denigration in any way. I like to pull him along. This guy's an idiot! I can't stand him! And sometimes what I do is I look within and I question myself and I get to a higher plane of consciousness. Uh-huh. Since you have an awareness... You're fooling yourself! Since you have an awareness of the werebore, mm-hmm. does that wear on you? Mm-hmm. Really is location specific, so it really depends on does it ever, where I am. Does it at, ever depend on uh, your ensemble? What, yeah. What you're physically sort of... Um, yeah, my... Right, right, right. My what you're clothing, wearing? Yeah. So where I am and what I'm wearing, and it does, in fact, kind of, I guess, erode me or wear me down yeah. a little bit. You know, Arnie, I know, um, I know a binary, so I'm a little bit familiar with this sort of um, discussion. Oh, with this topic, what and what's a what's a binary? A binary is a uh, it's a canary that's um, sexually fluid. Oh, mm-hmm. and I support that. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. He does. I'm sure he doesn't need my support. He um, canary hit it. Well, you don't know. Yeah. Now, Pulsifer, have you ever considered traveling to the town of Tilk and meeting with the great wise people Stacy and Clinton, who will tell you when not to wear? Um. <laughs> In fact, I've I've been to Tilk and Stacy was out. Oh. Um Clinton was there and you know Clinton gave me some really good advice that I try to incorporate in my presentation. You look like an idiot. And that's why we By the way guys, every once in a while it feels like I burp or have indigestion. Does does he present himself? Yeah, there's definitely Oh, do you not know how often he presents himself cuz he's presenting himself a lot. Oh. It, How many times has he shown up? Oh, seven or eight. They're very small bursts, though. They aren't oh. long, prolonged moments, just small outbursts. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what's going on. Um, he has, uh, depending on the phase of the moon, where that is in the lunar cycle, he has been more and more present, and Nedetz, in fact, has uh, somewhat fashioned himself into um, what you would, what you might call a, a an expounder of his theories. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you could see him in the horse's blood, but also there's a new system whereas uh, certain shells, when put up to your ear, he can be in the ear for hours at a time, and there is, you might not know about this, it's not very mainstream, 
but he actually has millions and millions of acolytes throughout the land who are hearing his particular take on what's going on. He's he's aligned with the Dark Lord. He Ooh. says he's not. Uh-huh. Um, he has what I would think of as some wild theories, uh-huh. but you know, I can't I can't tell him what to think. So you have a werebore living in you mm-hmm. named Nuttitz. Nuttitz. Who has, it sounds like, a very popular shell cast? Or, you know, you sort of, you've mentioned that you can watch things sometimes by killing horses and watching things in their blood. That's right. So he's just, like, kind of famous in Foon? He's influential in ways that maybe we don't even know about. Ooh. Yeah. There are hundreds of people who, I don't really want to give... Uh, voice to his mm-hmm. theories, if you will. It's not your choice. I got millions of listeners, and people know 1011 was an inside job. Uh, one of the oh. things he does talk about is he's a 1011 truther. Oh. Which is, you probably know this, he doesn't believe the numbers 10 or 11 exist. Oh, no. Right. Those yeah. are so important numbers. They are. It I can do without 11, I'll be honest, but 10? 11's, 11's a weird one. Like, most of the other numbers fall in a certain yeah. order. You got your regular numbers, yeah. and then you yeah. got your ones that end in the teen. Yeah. I feel like 11's the best part. I mean, without 11, that whole show falls apart. I understand the appeal of it, though I do not agree with it. For I get it. You're going one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Fuck it. A dozen. Yeah. Let's... <laughs> Have you ever received, sometimes in Foon you order um, um, donuts or something, and you get fuck it a dozen? Yeah. And that's where it's like, instead of 12, you might get like 30, because the baker's like, fuck it, a dozen. Like, he, he's checked out, like it's probably his last day or her so last day. So tell me you're the small one. When I order nine, I get a dozen, because 10 and 11 don't exist. So there are some advantages, I guess, to being a 10, 11 truth. Yeah. Because it goes right to so a dozen. he's really famous in Foon. He's really famous. He's really influential. A lot of people believe this crazy stuff. Uh-huh. Um, in the lands where they've given people the ballot, uh, it's affecting races, his, his particular ideas. You are the most mythical creature of all. For depending on what moment you step into that ballot booth, you may be either... A hardline conservative or yep. a very uh, strong liberal. You are the swing voter. Uh, right. The other thing about being a 10-11 truther, in practical terms, really ruins time. Because no hours have a 10th or 11th minute. Yeah. And no minutes have a 10th or 11th second. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because the people who listen to his uh, shell cast, I, I have no idea how they know when to tune in. Yeah. All I know is that I go into a bit of a fugue state, uh, and then my voice hurts a little bit. Sure. Yeah. And then I come out of it, and all of a sudden, people in the lands where they have the ballot are making poor decisions uh, based on fiscal issues. Very sad. Why don't we actually take a quick break? And I'm, I, I wonder if after the break, we can maybe talk to Nuttits a little bit, if you don't mind. I don't know if that's a really weird... Thing. It could work. There are some, uh, shall we say, triggers or unsheathings uh-huh. that bring him out. Okay. So we could try to. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll. You guys should be so lucky. We'll talk to Nuttits. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO. This episode 
is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Do you ever feel like you're settling? For your foundation, that is. Maybelline's new Instant Age Rewind Eraser Foundation doesn't settle into fine lines and wrinkles. With SPF 20 and moisturizing pro-vitamin B5, this foundation not only provides medium coverage and a natural finish, but also protects and nourishes your skin. And the best part? The blurring sponge tip applicator makes application a breeze. Say goodbye to cakey, uneven foundation and hello to a flawless, radiant complexion. Try our new foundation today and see the difference for yourself at amazon.com slash instant eraser foundation. So, Pulsiver, I'm, you know, like I said, I I don't know if it's, like, invasive to kind mm-hmm. of want to talk to a part of you that you're not... My hopes, my dreams, uh, my aspirations. Now, now, hold on one moment. I also want to speak to Nuddits, but... Oh, I must... Bore. I thought you meant more um, ethereal. But yeah, you, that's the part of me you wanted to talk about. I no, must take... We a... want to talk about you, though, too, Pulsiver. Okay. I'm sorry, it's not Let's just about, about the very famous person that's inside of you. <laughs> He is influential. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I would go with infamous. Sure. As in, he is inside of me and famous. Inside famous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. inside famous, yeah. I would like to speak to you about your father. Mm, uh, Amosidus, yeah. Amosidus the so wise. That's, you wanted, that's how you want to talk to me. Oh, I yes. I, I, about Amosidus. I've never heard of Amosidus. I know as, really? I know as Modi the board, but I don't know as Amosidus. Um, as I said, he defeated the demons of Swoboda. By creating the beautiful um, angel Barrera, whose uh, visage uh, froze them and they were slaughtered. He also cured a very famous famine, the famine of Neuenheis. Mm. And he, um, again, I think that we shouldn't question, and this is, you know, this goes back to my title, Pulse for the Unassuming. We should not assume. Yeah. That is what I mean, and mm. that is why I've been named the Unassuming. Yeah. How do you we cure should not a famine? assume. Well, what he did was. Um, he went to other dimensions, and Ooh. yes, and it was harvest time at the banquet of Jorp, and he transported their foods to the people of Neuenheis, and they were cured. And of course, you can see how problematic this is, right? Yeah, um, yeah I can. This, I, he went to another dimension. Yeah. None of this food was locally sourced. Oh. No. Is it sustainable? I don't know. Um, the whole issue of MGOs... Magically generated organisms sure. that comes into play. Yeah. Sure. So this is this is the sort of thing with my father, uh-huh. who was uh, it was always assumed that he was doing good for the world. But what about the ripples of discontent, misunderstanding, mm-hmm. and MGOs? Now, now yeah. I, I should say that Amosidus mm-hmm. is maybe the most famous 
non-wizard magician. He is a fantastic sorcerer, born a human, learned all of his magic, but right. such amazing feats he did accomplish. He created a goddess to defeat the demons. Yes. That's pretty cool. I, I, but Sounds- also, to your point, uh, Pulsifer, it's quite irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Now there's yeah. another goddess running around. Right. I, I, Imposing I, a religious structure upon people yes. who did, or demons, or demon kind, may, did not ask for it. May I say to you, Pulsifer, mm-hmm. I believe that being unassuming yes. is the greatest wisdom of all. Bless you. Well, let's not make any assumptions about being unassuming. Well, well, all right. It has often been said, and I remember my father demonstrated this in a lesson once, when he said, you know what happens when you assume you make an ass of you and me. And since he was a transmogrifier, he literally actually did that. Oh. Made people into asses. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And uh, then himself. <laughs> yeah. That's Just really, pro- really this is, a proof this is of how point. far he would go. Wow. Exactly. That's yeah. got to be, I got to say, Pulsifer, that's got to be tough growing up with a dad like that. Living in his shadow mm-hmm. has been literally. nothing less. He would Because there's a darkness around you. Well, he would... Necromance and uh-huh. you know dabble in the dark arts. Oh, yes. Did he like magically leave his shadow over you? A penumbra, at least, uh-huh. shall we say? Wow. So that's and, like your chemical necromance. Like that's it. Sort of lingers on top of you. Yeah, and it's been a bit of a, a I would say, a black parade of bleakness. Yeah. Upon which believe, this shadow has been cast. I can't believe when he died, he left the curse of his taint on you. Mm-hmm. And I feel that that taint every day. There's no Gerard way that should be happening right now. No, I I, I do taste that taint every day. Oh, I I do admit, as a younger wizard, I was quite taken Mm -hmm. with Amosidus and and his great feats. And I tried to uh, emulate a couple of them, and I myself uh, attempted to defeat the Goblins of Sparrow. The Goblins of Sparrow? Yes, 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 with their greasy, terrible food. Terrible? So I created just a nice-looking lady... To confuse them. Oh. oh, you're like I can't make a goddess. I can't make a goddess. That's that's stupid. Mm-hmm. They were they were distracted. Sure. I find that when I travel from town to town, that's when I most often see the demons of Sparrow. Yes. 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 Oh, on yes. On the side in, in taverns on the side of the road. Yes. Yeah, so sometimes yeah. if you go into yes. a large shopping structure, there'll mm-hmm. be a small sure. one there. I'll stop yeah. in and get a slice. Sure. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They sell food by the slice. Oh, by the slice. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Yes, they Min- slice all their food and such. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh, pies, uh, that's a normal thing to serve in slices, but mm-hmm. they'll give you a slice of chicken. They don't care. But also, There's that is a- the payment form they accept. They will mm-hmm. just slice you. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And they'll, then drink they'll, upon they'll your... They'll cut you. There's so also yeah. some uh, around around that same area, if you might see a sparrow, there's a lot of expedient pandas. Oh, expedient pandas. Mm-hmm. They just get shit done real fast. They cook it up real fast. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, you may shit your brains out, but... Man, that food got too fast. I thought that's why people went there. Am I not understanding the business model of the expedient oh, panda? To torture their bodies? Yeah, just to expunge. Perhaps yeah. you've taken a poultice or a potion yeah. that you need out of you, okay. and then you a go little, to the expedient it's an, panda. Yeah, it's a an important culinary, service. A little culinary S&M. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be down for that. <laughs> Absolutely. But pulsive. Maybe, you know what? I think we just learned a lesson. I assumed that that's what the... And you made true. an ass out of yeah. you and me. So, Pulsiver, have you thought that maybe... The way to get out of your father's shadow is to just not focus on him so much? Like, it seems like you've dedicated your whole life to your father. I have tried to question and try to not assume the lessons Mm -hmm. that were handed down to me. Yeah. And this is why I've put many years of work into this. And I don't know, do you have the concept of tenure in your world? 
Uh, yeah. Do you, do you know I mean, about ten years. Uh, well, yes, I love ten years. Eleven yeah. years. That doesn't make any sense. It's all bullshit. We've done your twelve year. So here in our yeah. world, and I know you are a visitor. There's the concept of uh, chasing good gold farthings after bad. Oh. So I feel like I've done a lot of important work. Yeah. And I'm on the verge of getting uh, published. Yeah. In you're, horse's blood I and see. other. Yeah. So. so even if you question it, you feel like you're pot committed, which is a metaphor for like going to expedient panda mm-hmm. and you're just pot committed. Uh, it's also which which term? Yeah. Yeah. Cauldron committed. Oh, yeah. Paul, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking of a pot. It's like you got to. I'm committed Shit to get off the pot. cauldron. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. So, yeah, but I, I sort of feel like the stress of that mm-hmm. would cause someone to internalize all of that stress so much, and it would be looking for a release valve. You know, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I wouldn't want to judge it. It's totally what happened. I gotta get out. I have a point to make. I'm the real Pulsifer. Okay. This, this guy, this bullshit. He's bear shit, he's bar shit! Juice boxes kill you! 10-11 was an inside job! But as much as I hear your point, and I don't want to reject it out of hand, I think that we all contain multitudes. That's all I can say sure. about that. I'm in a multitude! Just got multiple at 10-11! It's so... Uh, I gotta say, Pulsifer, I, it's tough for me. I come from a world that makes me want to, like, try to psychoanalyze you and what's going on but this is a world where there might not be a psychoanalytical explanation for what's going on it might just literally be that a wearboard is somehow inside your body yeah i would think that that would be the obvious explanation. seems pretty yeah. obvious to me yeah yeah absolutely yeah. do you guys have daddy issues on this world is that a thing uh, well, I've read some periodicals, uh, but I don't know of one called Daddy. How often do you read these periodicals? Periodically. Mm-hmm. But, Pulsifer, I'm just really interested in it. Are you the real one, or is Nuttit's the real one? Well, you know, as a lot of my scholarship shows, the question of what is real, what is the received truth, uh-huh. what it, it's me! This is what I'm saying the whole time! Are you- How many listeners does this guy have? He can't even get tenure at a 2B university! Or whatever the hell school he's been teaching and juice boxes kill people! Pulsiver, are you your father's son, or are you just a prison containing your father's son? That could be a chapter that I'm working on. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Pulsiver, I, I have what might seem like a strange question to you, but mm-hmm. how do you feel about boxes of juice? You know, um, I, I rarely... I don't see how the square box and the fluid within mm-hmm. the juice would coexist. But if it, if it did, I think that that would be a fine, fine invention. If you want your kids to turn into werewolves themselves! And I also think that were we to give these small boxes to the little ones, the tykes, you know, this might, this might be nurturing for them. So you're okay with juice boxes? And lizard people! <laughs> lizard people? Sure. We not told you Some about people that? are lizards. Like dragonborn or like... Uh, they, they're definitely a type of lizard person. Yeah. It's gotta be hard to be a conspiracy theorist in a magical world because like most of the things are probably true. Well, the lizard people are true. Yeah. I think... Is what, that... That's something that you and Nuttits agree on. We do, There are a couple things we agree on. Uh-huh. Obviously the lizard people are true. Mm-hmm. Um, whether the lizard people are trying to legalize uh, halberds in in this country um, and whether whether the attack on 
uh, Farthington was mm-hmm. a what we call a false flag operation by the lizard people. That is an area what, of disagreement. What is a false flag operation on film? Well, this would be where they rode in with uh, banners and sigils high. Uh-huh. But in fact, those banners and sigils should have been low or at half mast. Oh. So the height of the flag would be, yeah, 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 that would be what we call a false flag that operation. That seems like cheating. And the other That's thing, a weird way to cheat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you come, you come in low. It's also a weird thing to be upset about. It's like, ugh, you know that historical thing that happened? Uh, don't get me started on the height of those sigils. The they were the not at the proper height that those sigils could be. No. You know what? Even on my world, people get get really upset about very specific things involving flags. I suppose that's odd. I, I don't see my why that world would is a weird. It's my world has its has its issues too. So people uh, are upset with each other. But if you fly the sigil and flag high, it unites everyone. Or no? I would think that, um, that would be the most uniting thing. It can be, but... It, what if what if a songs that rouse uh-huh. passions are played in association with those sigils? You know what? It's the kind of thing where uh, people feel very passionately about it, mm-hmm. and then a lot of people don't feel very passionately about it. Can I, can I ask you, um, when, you're, you know, when you see a sigil and there's mm-hmm. that rousing music, do people still call you Arnie, or do they just call you Arn? Like, is it appropriate while the sigils, you know... Waving in the air and the, the oh, they want to they want to take a knee out of my name. Yeah, I don't know. You know, sometimes people call you Ar- Arnold or uh, Arnie. I don't know if it's appropriate to, sh- to shorten it. Oh, uh, so would they take the knee? In my experience, not that many people uh, take the knee out of my name, but I'm personally fine with it. Only way to kill a centaur: you take the knee. That's actually good advice. That is. That sounds. Take a centaur out of the knee. They're, that they're sounds screwed. terrifying. That was, yeah, that was great advice. Wait a minute. This is Usador. This is Chunt. And we're getting advice from Nuttits. Wait a minute. He showed up again? Yeah. Yes. And what did he say? He, he told us a, a very effective method of killing, killing a centaur. centaur. I got to say, at first he seems crazy. Yeah. But the more I listen to Nuttits, the more I'm like, some of this is stuff I can use in my life. There are, there are compelling things. Like I said, the lizard people that we agree on, I, you know, I've never tried. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a scholar. I'm a man of the mind. I don't really understand how to kill a centaur. It's another thing. You know songs where they list names of towns? Yeah. We both sure. like them. Really? That, that is yeah. strange. What yeah. are some of your favorite songs that list the names of towns? There's uh, L-U-T-E in F-O-O-N. Uh, also spelling songs. Oh, yeah. So that's a combination yeah. where it's a spelling song and they go through the towns yeah. that they've been in. That's pretty good. When, they, when they're like uh, Vinegar Ben, Weaselford, Gutherington, We Were Luton. That's a good song. Oh, that's wow. a great song. It's not a good, good song. song. It's a very good song, is what I'm saying. That's great. See, there is common ground mm-hmm. for all of us. Even those of us who believe wildly different things, there are ways for us to have conversations and not be so vehement in our emotional states. We must remember that we are joined here. Uh, you literally are one person with two personalities. Yeah. Well, maybe three, because he's a werebore. This is the thing that I don't understand. Am I a werebore? Or is he the, if he's a werebore, shouldn't he sometimes change the only, into the unborish yeah, part? Another personality so under him. What's like what's what's the what's underwear? If we were to bore yeah. into, you know, werebore, what yeah. would be behind that? It depends where you bore. His heart, his head. Yeah. yeah. So he went through um, a magistrate and the magistrate revealed that it was perhaps suggested that he was putting on an act as this boorish boar character, mm-hmm. and he, you know, argued this to try to get uh, possession of his tiny little boars. It didn't go oh. well. 
but it was a little bit embarrassing for him. Although the people Are the little werewolves inside you as well? I think they're out there. What I think I, he has a certain, as Are you would imagine. Are they inside your children? No, what he does is he has a certain animal magnetism in a way mm. I don't have, and he's very good with the uh, the, the female wear ladies. And oh. um, sometimes I Wait, rely on. If you have him. relationships yeah. with other people, right. do you sometimes then you're later like. That wasn't me. That was the werebore inside of me. I felt, and those are not my children. Well, in this all, is not my beautiful house. In all those cases, I feel as if it were a different person. Sure. You're fooling yourself. It was me the whole time. And you know, call that. What was that word you were using for? Oh, psychoanalyzing. Yeah, call that psychoanalyze-ish. Yeah. Call that what you will. I call it the werebore inside of me. Yeah. Someday it might take over, and there might be a. Boar supremacy. Mm. Well, well, it might be more like a boar ultimatum. Nothing. The There's probably titles. another one. <laughs> what would that? <laughs> but I can't. The boar acrostic. Well, Pulsiver, I feel like we've barely just scratched the surface, but uh, just we've just barely scratched the surface. Don't scratch my surface. Stay away. Okay. Okay, Nuts. You know, maybe sometime, maybe next time, we'll have you on. What time? Oh. Give me time. No. Either nine or n noon. Okay. Oh. You know what, Nuddits? I would love to have you on, but it will be at 10. So I'll see you never. Never! It's ironic that you don't believe in 11, Nuddits, because you're always kind of at an 11. I have an email here. Oh, yeah, Chunt. Um, this is from Mia Bender. Uh, you can always email me at chunt with six T's at gmail.com. Um, this says, book club suggestion. Hi, Arnie Chunt, Usador, and any guests. Ooh. Uh, this plural, is plural, sort of. so they, they must have known. Um, I have an idea for the next book you guys could read in your book club. Are we still going to do the book club? We, we could do we another book. book like club. I enjoyed. I know you didn't love The Great Gatsby. Did you I, enjoy having a book club? Yeah, it was absolutely. fun just getting together and cabin, though. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think that Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone would be a fun and easy read for the book club. It's a children's book on Earth, but it does involve a lot of magic. They write books for children on Earth. Oh yeah, why, lots of books for children. Why waste time writing a book for children when they're going to die? If I could suggest, um, I've written a book between. Amosidus and Me okay. is the name of the book. Mm -hmm. And it is more a journey of self and exploration where it's a vanity press project where we question the received wisdom of mm -hmm. Amosidus' greatness. Oh, so wow. I'll, I'll just throw that out there. Yeah. So where it's you and your father like question his own wisdom? I question his wisdom. He didn't have anything to do with the book, although oh, okay. it's dedicated to him. Oh, okay. Oh, Not like in the dedication, literally. The dedication literally is to Nettles, because his listeners really drove sales. Oh, uh, sure. oh, wait, Arnie, you said do we have daddy issues. Is that, is that the same thing as poppy problems? Uh, probably poppy oh. problems. Yeah, because I have poppy problems. Yeah, on Earth we have this thing where you really are angry at Poppy Montgomery. It's called poppy problems. Who is Poppy Montgomery? I don't know. I might have a wrong, that name. There's a famous person named Poppy something, right? If you're going to make up a name for a poppy, uh, make it like John or something. Or Van Winkle. Chunt, do you have poppy problems? Yeah, my dad's a ghost. You're right, your dad's a hunger ghost. Yeah. I never, I barely see him, and when I do, he just is asking about food or wants to eat. Yeah. He, he literally barely sees it. Yeah, yeah, just when you do, he's like, he's just sort of yeah. spectral. About 20%. Yeah. 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 And he's never, I know what you mean, he's just never there. Yeah, he's, I feel like yeah. he's always ghosting. He's me, never yeah. really present. No, yeah. he's never present. He's never corporeal. When he's there, he's not there. Yeah. Of course, Amosidus was able to, you know, separate himself to four or five different places. So, again, for me, more must literal. must be nice. Yeah. 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 And you're like, Dad, can all of you be here? Can I have all of you here Only right three of you came to my mittens game. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And and he would say yes, but then I would know there were a couple other Amasatai uh, walking about. around the hinterlands. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. You could tell. It's all in the book between Amasatis. Yeah. Pulsifer, thank you for being on today. But I must tell you one last thing. Yeah. Are you aware that the only physical difference I see between you and Nuttitz is that Nuttitz wears a really nice watch? I am not aware. But I'm aware! Bore! See, there it is. And it disappears right into his wrist. Hmm. Welcome back. No more imagining. Just think of me as the teacher that replaces Robin Williams at the end of Dead Poet Society. Usador the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Chunt the Talking Badger was played by Adel Rafai. Pulsifer the Unassuming and Nuttutz the Werebore living inside of him were both played by special guest Mike Pesca. Mike hosts the Slate podcast The Gist, a daily podcast covering news and culture. Gosh, that sounds relevant and popular. Well, look who's the kid staring out the window at the base ball game from his four-poster sickbed. Dripfang the Necromancer was played by... Oh, wait, Dripfang wasn't in this episode. And let's take a moment to enjoy the tiny kindnesses that life sometimes throws your way. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Ryan DeGiorgi, and Evan Jacover. This episode edited by Chris Rathchen. Hey, 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 do you need any help finishing up the credits? All right, Robot Arnie. Let's try out the new protocols and cycle through a few accents. Okay, here, here, here we go. Guten, guten tag. I am German. I am speaking in English. I do not know why. Ach du, mein Guter. Mein Guter. Also, I am Russian. I speak in a Russian accent, I think. Not my best work, I have to uh, confess. 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 Yeah, I'm going to file all of those under international culture as filtered through Chicago improv. Yep, yep, yep. That's fair. I gotta figure out how to fix Craig. Anyway, the Hello from the Magic Tavern theme song is by Andy Poland, and the Magic Tavern logo is by Allard Laban. Just a quick reminder that we're doing a live show in Washington, D.C. on November 14th. November 14th. Our special guests include David Plotz from the Slate Political Gab Fest and Storm DiCostanzo, half of the musical duo Paul and Storm. So if you're hoping for the return of Foon's greatest musicians, Nimby and Grundle, your wish is 50% granted. You can get information about tickets by going to hellofromthemagictavern.com and clicking on the live shows tab. And if you don't live anywhere near Washington, D.C., but think you know people who would be interested in the show, let them know about it. Know about it. I think the show is already selling really well, but you know, the more tickets we sell, the more likely we're going to be able to do more live shows in the future. Hello from the Magic Tavern is part of the Earwolf Network. And as always, thank you to the Chicago Podcast Co-op. Thanks for listening. Good, 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 good and talk. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop popcorn. Imagine this, perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients, popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.